welcome! This is Not Good, Just Free, an advice podcast where a couple of friends in their early 20s try to cure the world's ills in 30 minutes. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Gabriel. Gabe, what's your fact for the week? Um, did you know a vegetable oil and canola oil are functionally the same? Uh, like, by that, by that I mean they're essentially interchangeable in recipes. Really? The only difference is they use a different kind of vegetable, and so the fat content's a bit different. But other than that, completely interchangeable. Huh. So you said canola oil and vegetable oil? Yeah, there's probably lots of people know that, and I only just found out about it. Uh, but there it is, completely interchangeable. Have been interchanging them, I just didn't know that it was allowed. Do we have a sponsor this week? We do! I'm so glad you asked. This week's episode is brought to you by Parker Richard Lancelot Greenwell, who was pretty ticked off that we didn't mention his name in the last episode. He was the guy who said, Hey Gabe, I'll do a podcast with you, and now I'm doing a podcast with Gabe. So there you go, Parker. You're in the podcast. Also, isn't he now Parker Richard Lancelot Hamilton Greenwell? Uh, I think it's Greenwell Hamilton. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. He got married last week. Yeah. Anyway, sometimes I wonder, what's our first question? Oh, sometimes I have the same thought. Our first question comes to us from David. <laughs> Dear NGJF, I love to cook. Hey, cooking. What do mm. you know? And I'm a good cook 99.4% of the time. But the remaining 0.6% of the time, I burn things pretty bad. How can I get people to focus on my successes rather than my failures? Isn't this the David that nearly burned down his house? Hmm. I think you're focusing a bit too much on his failures. I just want to know if we're talking about the same David here. Yes, I think this is that David. The one who has an annual house cooling party? Yes. To commemorate the time his house didn't burn down? See, it's funny because it's like housewarming party, but it's house... Cooling. Cooling. So, I would say an easy way to get people to focus more on your successes than your failures is to never fail. Uh, And (laughs) essentially the best way to do that is just not allow yourself to be in a position to fail. So, don't take any risks uh, ever. Gabe says this stuff all the time. (laughs) This is is Gabe's main life philosophy, is just never be wrong. It's not my philosophy, it's just the way I am. (laughs) So, David, I don't know if you know this, but um, vegetable oil and canola oil are actually interchangeable. So I don't know if this is how you're burning things, Um, but for oil fires, you never throw water on it. This is actually, this is an important tip. Uh... Don't put water on an oil fire because it will explode. Um, So I don't know if that's the level of bad that we're talking about here, David. Not sure how bad bad we're burning things. You should put dirt on it instead. Or just a lid. You lid it. They'll cut the oxygen flow. And that won't be on fire anymore. Breath is not oxygen. Like if you breathe out, that's carbon dioxide. So There's another still way to oxygen put out, in it. Don't. Another way to put out an oil fire would be to blow on it. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> this podcast is called Not Good. 
just free, <laughs> and I'm glad we've called it that because I don't want people suing us. Um, I don't have any money. Um, <laughs> so, uh, maybe, maybe try and concentrate all the times that you don't burn things when many people are going to be eating your food. Like, if you get a big group together, apply Gabe's method of don't screw up and don't screw up when a bunch of people are there. That way, fewer people will know about your failures. See, if you can't avoid failure, just avoid exposure of your failures. I don't know why I said exposure. <laughs> yes, Expose. never, never expose your failures. <laughs> exposure. Um, yeah, don't, don't let people know when you do screw up. Just hide that. It's, it's your sad secret. Those muffins and if will stay do, burned at the bottom of the trash can forever. If you do fail publicly, pretend it was intentional. I don't know how you can pretend that burned food is intentional. Say, that's the way you like it. You know, okay, short story, possibly long story. There uh, was an uncle that I never met named Uncle Clyde. He's my, my great Uncle Clyde. Oh, your uncle. Yeah, my uncle. Okay, I thought you meant it was just... And uncle. uncle. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he's, he's my great uncle Clyde. Uh, never met him, but I do know this, that my dad went on a camping trip with his family and my uncle Clyde, my great uncle Clyde, and they were cooking fish. And uh, this, this, this thing that uncle Clyde said, I think could be very useful to you, David. The way the story is told, uncle Clyde was cooking the fish and it was getting a little smoky. And so, either my dad or one of his brothers, not sure, details are a little hazy, ran up and said, Uncle Clyde, Uncle Clyde, you're burning the fish. And Uncle Clyde said, cool as anything, he said, when it's smoking, it's cooking. When it's black, it's done. So, my advice to you, David, is apply Uncle Clyde's adage uh, whenever you burn food publicly. Say, when it's smoking, it's cooking. When it's black, it's done. And that's how... That's how you can pretend that burning food was on purpose. I think that's solidly answered. Okay. Hopefully that helps, David. If not, too bad. Let's move on to another question. This one is from Jake. He says, I'm trying to pick between roommates. One is hot. The other said he'd pay more. Who should I pick? Well, that one's easy. Do the one who pays more. If you intentionally pick a roommate that's hot, I, I don't, I don't see any upside to that. Walk us through it, Gabe. Walk us through it. All right. So, so, if you pick the roommate that's hot, and let's say, let's say you go to a place together. He's hot, and therefore you are the less attractive one out of the two of you, and. Any situation for which attractiveness would be a, 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 a boon, you would automatically have a leg down, which is the opposite of a leg up. On the other hand, the one who's not hot but said he'd pay more uh, gives you less competition in the realm of attractiveness and gives you more money in the realm of paying for your apartment. I will say, it doesn't specify that the one who said he'd pay more isn't hot. It, In it that just, case, it, there's still no upside to going with the one who didn't say he'd pay more. That's true. That's true. It just says that it seems like the key features of each one. Like, one is hot, 
But the other one, like, the key feature that I need you to know is that he'd pay more. The only upside, the only possible upside I can think of to having the hot roommate is perhaps this hot roommate has a swingin' social life. And if you are interested in enjoying a swingin' social life... Then he life, can take you along on his social life and yeah. everyone can see how unattractive you are compared well, to him. Well, listen, this hot roommate... How many people can he possibly date at once? Jake can't answer that. Why are you asking him? <laughs> I'm just saying, there's going to be a surplus. You're in economics, what? right? Yeah. There's, there's going to be a surplus of people for, for, for this other hot roommate for dating. He can only date like one so person at a time. So you can... can pick up the leftovers. Yay. I'm... <laughs> Yeah, get the guy who'll pay more. That there's hope, no question. Hope that all of the attractive people who are going after him will settle for you. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. <laughs> I was looking for an upside, Gabe. And there I, is no upside. I started off saying that. I disagree, but but I do agree. Just go with the guy who says who says he'll pay more. You know, you you don't need a hot roommate. It's fine. This next question. Comes to us from Mallory. Very serious inquiry. She says, How do I become a Viking? This reminds me of my old roommate, who was Swedish. Uh, and he probably still is Swedish. <laughs> I would hope so. And as we know, Sweden is among the countries that were the land of the Vikings. Along with true. Norway. Finland, and Denmark. I don't know if the Finns get to be included. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, uh, spit it uh, out, Gabe. I don't remember where I was going with that. <laughs> so I have a friend from Denmark. Um, you know who you are. Uh, actually, I don't know if he listens to this podcast. But, uh, oh, him and my roommate would be natural enemies. Very much so, yeah. The Swedes and the Danes. They would grab footballs and lob them into each other's heads. I think that's how that works. <laughs> it's a national football rivalry or, rivalry or something. No, it's just a national rivalry because Denmark conquered Sweden and then Sweden conquered Denmark and then Denmark took over everything. And then Sweden... It's just been going back and, and forth Denmark's for centuries. And now Denmark's got the Legos and Sweden's got Ikea. Yep. So I've got this friend who's, uh, Danish, and, uh, he can't grow a beard to save his life. And that's how he died. <laughs> no, no, it, uh, uh, usually these days they supplement for the lack of beard by scarves, um, b to keep the face warm. Mm. So, Mallory, we haven't really gotten very far in, uh, answering your question. Um, I would say it's harder than it looks. It's, you don't have the benefit of being Scandinavian. So that sets you back a little bit. I will say, one possible way to do that is to find a Scandinavian and marry into the nationality. That's true. Marrying a Scandinavian would... I, but you don't have that, that bloodline. So you'd give your children a better chance of being a Viking, becoming a Viking. But I think... Okay, so here are a couple things I know that all good Vikings, all good respectable Vikings have. Number one, 
Number one, uh, they believe that math is witchcraft. So just go right ahead and, and sell yourself to that. Math is witchcraft and should only be undertaken by women. That's a true thing. You can look that up. Might not be that true. The number two. No, yeah, number two. Dragons. <laughs> I I really didn't see that one coming. <laughs> really. We used to be at war with dragons, <laughs> but now they protect us, and we protect them. Uh, the other thing I was going to say was unbridled rage that can be tapped into at any time. So, number one, believe that math is witchcraft. Number two, prepare to have unbridled rage be released at any, at any moment. Be ready. And number three, someday you'll be in charge of our people. <laughs> but dad, <laughs> I just want to study dragons. Hiccup was my man. He like he was just a biologist. He was just a little he was just a little Viking zoologist. He just wanted to draw the pictures of the dragons and and I was like, man, I feel that. Oh, that does bring up a number four though, which is that once you reach middle age you'll have to develop a Scottish accent. That's right. But when I when I hit thirty, my plan is to just go straight into the Scottish accent. Young Vikings and never go back. Young Vikings have an American accent. Old Vikings are Old Craig Vikings Ferguson. Are Craig Ferguson? Yes. <laughs> so just uh, start practicing your Scottish accent now, so that once <laughs> once you hit middle age, <laughs> get a mouth organ. Uh, find a find a skeleton puppet to be your sidekick. A skeleton puppet. Skeleton puppet. I I don't. I'm working on it. I'm working. On Wait, it. who's that supposed to be though? I was trying to do Craig. This is my first time trying to do an oh. impression of Craig Ferguson. Craig it's Ferguson. It's not working. It's Craig difficult because Ferguson. his accent became more Americanized the longer he lived here. That does make it difficult. See, I get caught in a Scottish accent. I start doing it, and I just can't stop. So the rest of the podcast is going to sound like this. I'm just kidding. I can switch back. It's okay. Uh, I haven't gone. I haven't hit middle age yet. The, the the Scottish accent still comes and goes. Our next question is actually from a Scottish woman. She asks, if you could change your fate, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Me ma's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, Gabe, would you change your fate if you had the chance? Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, okay, well, this happened surprisingly fast. We have now come to the segment we like to call, Why Are You Asking Us? Where we answer a question that we are completely unqualified to ask. Judy asks... Apparently, I'm sleep-deprived, according to a good doctor. What do you suggest? Gabe, when was the last time you went to bed before 11 o'clock? Like, actually successfully asleep in bed before 11. I think it was when I was in England over the summer. Oh, because jet lag? Yeah. That doesn't count. Yeah. Oh, I must... I think I did it one day last month. 
Yeah. Because I'd woken up early. I mm. was tired. If I go to bed early, I wake up in the middle of the night. Actually, I think I went to bed at uh, before 11. Yeah, last weekend. After I uh, snuck into BYU TV early in the morning with Josh. All right. Well. It's okay. I say snuck in. But we were there legally because he works there. I was going to say, like, should we redact that? No. It's fine. They'll find out about it soon enough. <laughs> That's so menacing. Well, no, what did you guys do at BYU TV? We were filming... <laughs> we, were filming uh, we were filming segments for a sketch that I'm working on called Spectator Sports. Oh, Gabe has now published four sketches. Yeah. In less than that many years. Just a quick update. Yeah, and I'm, I'm working on another one. Look at that! Um, but yeah, we snuck in early in the morning so we could use the, um, the sports casting set. Oh, nice. Before. You got to use the sports casting set? Got to is a strong word. <laughs> it's more like Josh said I could... And didn't really ask permission, but we weren't <laughs> bothering anyone, and no one told us not to. I love it. Um, yeah, I don't know when the last time I went to bed at a decent hour was. I mean, you know, when I have a hard time falling asleep, I use, like, lavender oil, because it, like, relaxes. The smell, like, relaxes me. And it causes you to slip right into bed. I use one drop of lavender oil. And that's enough. And that's enough. It's very strong. Not enough to make anything slippery. Except my consciousness. Mmm. Makes my consciousness nice and slippery. You slip right into sleep. Does it give you condensed sleep? Because that, I think, would be useful uh, for a sleep-deprived person to have uh, uh, like denser sleep. Like condensed that's, milk? It's more sleep. Uh, pushed into a smaller amount of time. Oh, that would be so great. And I think that's mainly accomplished by experiencing your dreams at double speed. Oh, you have to just click times two on the right, dream right, speed. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah, so you go to the drop down on the side. It's actually a pull up, right? Yeah. You go to the drop down and you click times two. And you'll have to, like, listen to all the words really fast. And the internet's actually made that a lot easier. That's true, yeah. In the old days, you just have to run the whole time. Mm, I remember that. I remember that. That was exhausting because I think it was with dial-up. My running was always half as fast as it was in real life. Hmm. <laughs> Judy, we have no idea how to sleep better. Yeah, why'd you ask us? Gabe, it looks like we have time for one more question. Oh, well, I guess in that case, let's do one more question. I mean, if you feel like that's the right thing to do. Well, that's all we have time for, really. Well, if we have time, let's just do one more question. Oh, okay. Here's a question from David. Hi, NGJF. So I've been watching a lot of Star Trek The Next Generation, and I've been struggling to explain why I would gladly die for Data. How would you go about explaining that to a friend, loved one, or person next to you on the bus? Well, David, uh, as, as a massive fan of Star Trek myself, I, I feel like I understand uh, sort of the, the experience that you're having here. I, I'm more of an original series uh, gal myself, uh, although I can understand qualities in Data 
that would make you willing to sacrifice yourself for him. Uh, personally, I would I would gladly give my life for Leonard H. McCoy, uh, Doctor Doctor Bones McCoy, because he can't fight real good. He he just has a hard time in those fights sometimes. He's very good after the fight, though. He's handy for after the fight. He'll gladly tell you that someone's dead. <laughs> Jim. Or they need serious care. Jim. Stop. This woman's dead. <laughs> Jim, if we don't get Spock back to Vulcan, he'll die. <laughs> but why? Stop! Don't do your Shatner impression. Must Spock die? Shatner doesn't put a comma between every single word. He did, just he did on that line. I remember that line specifically. Okay. Is that a muck time? Yeah. I haven't uh, seen that it's one the recently. the one with the... Uh, the yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. With I know. The, and the... Look, if you know, stop. <laughs> if you know, you know. Listen. <laughs> oh, this is such relatable content. These are the things that everyone's talking about these days. That one episode of Star <laughs> Trek. Okay, you would gladly die for Commander Data. Commander Data. Listen, David, I don't think you'd have to. He's an android, and right? he's dead already. What? What? Spoilers. Didn't you see the 2002 film Star Trek Nemesis? No, man. Starring Tom Hardy. Starring, Tom Hardy. Starring Tom Wait, Hardy. Wait, Tom Hardy was in a Star Trek movie? Yeah, he played Shinzong. Is he in the Borg? No. Who's Shinzon? He's, uh, he's Captain Picard's evil clone. What? Created by the Romulans. Oh my gosh. See, this is why I don't watch Next Gen. It just gets too weird. You really haven't seen Nemesis? I haven't seen Nemesis. That's the best one of the old movies. Okay. Are we... Well, it's the best one of the uh, it's the best one of the next generation. I movies. was I was about to fight you because the voyage home is like the best Star Trek movie. You can't fight me when I become injured. I giggle. <laughs> one time, my friend <laughs> Tyler was beating me up against a concrete pillar, and I just shrunk down and started laughing wildly. Now that does sound like something from Star Trek. Do you register the pain? Or is just, is your pain response laughter? I mean, he wasn't really beating me up to injure me. Okay. What was the question? What? <laughs> uh, explain. He's struggling to explain why he would gladly die for Commander Data. Well, you've seen more next-gen than me. Why would you gladly die for Data? Like, how do you explain that to someone? Like, there's a fictional android that exists, that I would gladly give up my mortal life for. Because, Alyssa, his search for the true meaning of humanity points out the humanity in all of us, and it's what makes him truly a person. That's nice. Doesn't he also have a cat? Yeah, something like that. David, my recommendation is to keep this to yourself. I don't know how you're going to explain this to people. Just I'm... just know that should the opportunity arise for you to give yourself up for Commander Data, that you would do it. And knowing that in your heart is enough. Although, I would go so far as to say that Data wouldn't allow you to die for him. 
he would consider your life more valuable. And that's exactly how he saved Captain Captain Picard. Wow, did I just like at the end explain of Nemesis. the end of Nemesis without ever having watched it? Mm-hmm. Wow. I feel pretty cool right now. And it began a path toward peace with the Romulans. What? Crazy. You were... Peace with the Klingons is one thing. Peace with the Romulans. Wild. Some people are just really stuck in the... In... Let them die. <laughs> is that That's a Star Trek Six quote, yes. Yeah. That sounds like Kirk. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just really stuck in that century prior to all that peace nonsense. Some people just get stuck in the 23rd century and can't move on. It's okay. Or you could do what I said and explain to that person on the bus that a character who's searching deeply for humanity... Are you doing Shatner right now? I wasn't trying to. <laughs> Gabe just because becomes William Shatner. <laughs> a character who's searching so hard for humanity deserves to be treated with the same dignity any human would. That sounds like something Picard would say. That a character <laughs> who's searching so hard for humanity That's actually really good. Deserves... <laughs> I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> to be treated with the same dignity. To be treated with that same dignity. <laughs> that was really great. You guys didn't see it, but Gabe really committed to that. Like, when, when he was Shatner, he had a full toupee on. And then <laughs> when he became Picard, he just immediately went bald. It was incredible. Well, I'm getting there. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to make that joke, but... Well, I did. Okay, cool. I will say, I did just come up with another alternative solution to this question. Oh, okay. Uh, instead of explaining, you know, how to, how to go about explaining that to a friend, loved one, or person next to you on the bus is in eliminate the need. Okay. Don't have any friends. <laughs> Love no one. And don't go on the bus. <laughs> and remember that canola oil and vegetable oil are interchangeable. You can just switch them out back and forth. They're just made of slightly different vegetables. Well, guys, that's 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 it. That's all, folks. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I wondered where you were going with that, <laughs> and you just didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it was Porky Pig. It was from Looney Tunes. Yeah, I I know, I know that. Okay. I thought that was a it was a springboard, but it wasn't. It was just a I normal just, board. I it just, was uh, sitting there on the grass. I just drove straight into a wall. Yeah. Um, okay. And the wall was made of boards and <laughs> just fell over, and there were splinters everywhere. <laughs> it was very Looney Tunes. And then a small. Bald boy picked up one of the boards, got some paint, drew a little face on it, and called it Plank. <laughs> this is a reference I don't get. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't watch that. There's too many Eds. There were only three. That's too many. And they didn't even... They were called Ed, 
Eddie and Double D. Very easy I, to distinguish. I mean, honestly, having more than one Ed in the same place is just overwhelming. Um, and that's why they never let anyone named Ed into the audience of the Ed Sullivan show. Is that true? No. Oh, darn it. <laughs> that's one of those things about, like, old TV shows and old Hollywood that, like, it could be true, and I would only be mildly surprised if it was. Mm. Only mildly. Um, all right. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to Not Good, Just Free. If you have questions for us, send them to notgoodjustfreeadvice at gmail.com. And that's all one word, not good, just free advice. We'll do our best. I'm still Alyssa. I'm still Gabriel. Please share this podcast with your friends loved ones, and people you sit next to on the bus. Perhaps in place of telling them that you would willingly die for Commander Data. Uh, and remember, if you disagree with any of our advice... Uh, you're probably right. It wasn't good. <laughs> it but was... it was free. <laughs> you, do, you do the first part as, as Picard, and I'll finish it off as Shatner. If you disagree with any of our advice... You're probably right. It wasn't very good. It was... Dragons. Freaking game! (laughs) (laughs) You know why I'm so upset? That was so much better than what I was going to do! (laughs) Alright. Hey, Astrid. (laughs) One day, lad. Stop there. All this will be yours. <laughs> what about... You'll rule Burke. <laughs> what about those places over there? Those are the... <laughs> no, lad. Those those shadowy places. <laughs> we can't go there. <laughs> Why? Are there dragons? <laughs> no, there was... There was an old ship crashed down and a Scotsman came over to Nerigol here. He said he'd have it fixed in no time, but they've been there nice five years. <laughs> I, I, I think we're done. <laughs> I think we're done. I think it's...